We are the Love Jays, and you're listening to Married Millennials. A conversation about being young, in love, and navigating life one student loan payment at a time. I'm Joy. I'm Justin. Let's get to it. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Married Millennials. Wedding season is upon us. We're rapidly approaching June, and this year we only have one wedding on our calendar. Last year we had four, ours included. Four was a lot. And it was all within like a six-week span. Yeah, it was like... So imagine planning your own wedding and then having to get reservations, gifts, participate in other weddings. Yeah, I was maid of honor in one. You were. I was not in any other wedding except my own. It's okay. I'm throwing shade at some of y'all. You are 100% not throwing shade. No, I'm not shade. throwing shade at anyone. I was actually very grateful not to be in someone have, else's wedding. Yes, and I, that sounds rude. Yes, you don't have to put me in your wedding. It, it sounds rude. But when no, you have different responsibilities, it, yeah, it is a lot, a lot to participate in a wedding. So this podcast, we are going to talk about the do's and don'ts of attending a wedding. As a couple who just went through this, there are some things that we learned about this process, some things that we did as guests that we've done differently now that we were in the position of bride and groom. Because you understand now. So we want to give you the understanding if you haven't been through the experience. First things first. Be of service and not a pain in the ass. I cannot reiterate this point enough. I'll probably say it a million times throughout this podcast, or maybe not now that I said that. But honestly, just help. Help in any way you can. Don't ask the bride and groom for anything additional. Don't stress anybody out about anything that doesn't have anything to do with the bride or groom. Just help. You know what's interesting? Two memorable moments in life. Weddings and funerals. Bring out the absolute worst in everyone. I just don't understand understand it. I do not get it. When we were planning our weddings, Joy and I had a very DIY wedding. Mm -hmm. I was very hands-on in our wedding process. You were. You hear a lot of women say the men do not care at all. I'm not cut from that same cloth. I come from an event planning background with my current job. So there was a lot of things that I wanted to control. My mom kept telling me, well, you can just do this. Justin isn't going to want to have a say in this or that. And our first meeting when we went to the venue together, Justin was running around with the tape measure saying, okay, this can go here and this can go here and people can be here. And I think my mom at that point was kind of like, Oh. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't trying to play any games. Yeah. I was playing no games. You get married no once. Well, at least that's the plan. You're supposed to get married once. I'm only getting married once. She ain't going nowhere. No. I ain't going anywhere. This is so, our, our lifetime situation. So I knew this was going to be one time. And damn it, if I'm going to throw my life's biggest party, it's going to be on point. So I was definitely going to be involved in all stages of the planning. And man, I encourage you to. I know that maybe not be your thing. But understand, but you throw your flavor in. You guys have different tastes. You may compliment your ladies and think of something that's different. Men and women see things differently. We have different perspectives. So don't just be the guy like, oh, my wife and, and, and her parents and my parents will handle that. You know, pay, pay attention. And you never know. You may enjoy it or you may f- give a suggestion that really turns out to be beneficial in the long run. 
I actually took a step back, I would say, wouldn't you? You definitely took a step yeah, back. Yeah, I was, I was kind of through. I wasn't very interested in the wedding planning process to begin with. I felt like there was always something better I could be doing. I never I disagree with that statement. Wanted. You weren't interested in the wedding planning progress once everybody had an opinion and wanted to say and do and give suggestions about how right. everything should have been done. Because this is how it started. Oh, it's all about the bride and what she wants. And that wasn't the case. People say that shit. But then they act completely no, different. No, they don't mean it. And I mean, I guess I was the bride in all fairness. So, I mean, I just, I wasn't really looking for, I, I was looking to have a good time, but I didn't want anything extravagant. I wanted to be cheap about it. I wanted to use like. Affordable. Cheap just sounds whack. Affordable. I mean, we wanted to be affordable. Okay, fine. But I wanted to use, you know, those like plastic utensils that look like silver. I was on that tip. And I still and now that's embarrassing don't and pathetic. see anything wrong with it. We fought on that. I was like, we're not going to have plastic utensils at our wedding. We don't have to have the finest china. I get that. But plastic utensils? Like, are we really going to go to Costco and get some just the standard 500 silver. box of forks? They still look nice. And see, this is why I get mad at the wedding planning industry and also the greeting card industry. I, If you don't know anything about me... I hate buying cards. I hate greeting cards. They make me angry because I have to buy this card because it's your birthday or it's a special day that the United States has deemed a special holiday. And then I have to spend $6 on this card to wish you a happy birthday. I'd much rather write you a handwritten note, but then it looks like I was being cheap, which I was, but I was being forced to spend money by this industry. Like, it's not that I... You could plan a birthday party with all the same stuff we had. And had we called it a birthday party, I'm sure it would have been thousands of dollars cheaper. That is indeed a fact. Like if weddings did not exist. so. But they do exist. The industry exists. And people make paper off of it. And I'm not going to knock their hustle. I hate everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still. You, you see, she's still mad. We, we're nine months removed no, from the I, wedding. And she's still honest, upset. No, to be honest, our vendors were really great. And they did work with us. and But... But the stress of having to plan it all and to find the right vendors and find people that are going to work well with you and work with what your vision is, it's for a price that you're comfortable with. It's a process. It is a process. It's a very stressful process of that, which brings me back to our, our point. Be of service. You don't know how much stress the bride and groom are going through. This is not only the biggest event of their their life up until this point. They're preparing for a marriage. They're preparing to enter into a union. And it that's no small thing. So don't bring any BS into that. If they're engaged for a year and a half, leave them alone for 18 months. Fact. Opinions are good, but... If they're not asking for your opinions, tailor your opinions. And if we facilitate good conversation, let's facilitate good conversation. I couldn't tell you how many arguments I had. We had arguments over the food. We had arguments on on where. But not with each other. No, we didn't. We had with everybody else. We did not argue with each other at all. Joy and I did (laughs) not get into a fight during our wedding planning. Actually, we got into a slight argument because she was trying to tell me what kind of tux I could not wear. And I ended up pulling the trump card on that. Justin was trying to. No. Justin was trying to what? Wear the tux color that he wore. to calm no, down. I'm not calming down because you're gonna stay a lot. Try to play who can outbuck who because you will lose, especially false. Oh, sir, don't show off in front of the people. He's showing off right now. This is what happened, real quick. 
Justin wanted to wear, he wanted a pop of color. He kept saying, we need a pop of color. Well, my whole vision was like goddess garden, right? I wanted neutral tones. I didn't need a pop of color. Just I wanted my girls in rose gold. I was wearing ivory, the flowers. I just wanted the white flowers with the green stems. And then I wanted lights everywhere. So we had uh, string lights, market lighting in the backyard. And then also we had um, candles. You candles. Had candles all over the that candles. was my vision, like light and love and just peace and just very earthy. Justin was like, we need a pop of color. And I was like, a pop of color does not belong in my earthy scheme. Once we came to the agreement that my girls didn't need to wear the color that your boys were wearing, I didn't want my girls to have to incorporate blue, that which is what he wanted. I didn't want my girls to incorporate blue into their rose gold and white. Here, here's and the funny part. Never once did I make that suggestion that her girls had to wear anything other than what she suggested. This is the problem. With joy, no, but she likes to take things is that is not all. No, 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 me specifically. Facts. No, this is a problem of yours. You take something that I say, manipulate it, and spit it out as something else. Never once did I say your women need to have the color that I, I want to like wear. I would like you to name another instance in which I I've, did that. I've never said that. We're not. We're talking about wedding right now. We're talking about the marriage. <laughs> this is what I I'm going with. Because you do do. You, you don't do this. You don't, don't manipulate do words. You, you, Why? Are you word manipulate manipulate it sounds so evil again i never once told joy that her ladies had to wear the pop of color i said for our wedding party you we needed a pop of color about flowers to at wear one blue. point and that is when i lost it and you said no we don't need it great but again what did you say before i didn't want to have my ladies wearing any pop of color I and didn't. then you just said flowers. So two, we're talking about two different things, yet you're accusing me of one. Well, because this is what bouquets. we're talking about, fellas. You understand? We can't win. No, they we can't have win. bouquets. We can't win. All right. They're Justin's holding bouquets. They're not wearing right bouquets. You know what, sir? You need, you're right here right now. I need you to take it down. <laughs> and what's great, several notches. at the end of the day, me and my groomsmen rocked the coldest great. You looked blue great, tux. and so did my girls, and it worked very it well worked together. It worked great. Yeah, but traditionally, the men and women do coordinate on something, right? You kind of match a little bit. Uh, but I was okay with breaking tradition. I wanted to be barefoot, and that was vetoed. I yeah, that was definitely, good. definitely. Everybody vetoed. was like, uh, no. Again, see, this is what I'm saying. I didn't really get a say because I apparently my say was just whack. So apparently, you're still upset over it. I'm, I'm not upset. I, I just can't believe like you're, you're creating these false like, stories. I don't know. Well, be of service, guys. This is what happens. Right. You just reliving it, just making me frustrated because I'm just playing because back all what these memories. The bride and groom are going through. They're going through their own stuff. So don't bring any of your stuff. Next recommendation: RSVPs. RSVP on time. First of all, don't. There's no excuse. I mean, and for us, we had an electronic response. All you had to do was go to the website and say, "I'm coming." You press a button. Says, "I'm coming." And into your email, or you could call the phone number. Super simple. So easy. You didn't even have to put it in the mail. We we eliminated the so snail mail process. Easy. Do not make the bride and groom track you down. There's a reason why the bride and groom ask for an RSVP. Everybody there is a plate. A plate is worth a certain amount of dollars. Right. Each person makes up a place at a reception table. 
So there's a lot of different things that are right. required. And also, if you're with not your RSVP, coming, they would like to extend the invite to somebody that they had to write off the list or put on the wait. We had a secondary list for people who, okay, well, maybe we can't invite them in the first wave. But if a couple people say no, we can get them and someone else in. We had to hunt people down a week, two weeks before the wedding to confirm whether or not they were coming. People. Don't do stop that. Stop that. Don't do that. Stop that. Stop it. Just RSVP. Just be, stop it. Be a good adult. Be a responsible adult and RSVP. And then if you do RSVP and you say you're, you come to find out that you're not going to be able to make it, please let, let them, them know. Let them know. Let them know. Don't just not show up. That's rude. Uh, it's beyond rude. And it's annoying. And I, ha- and I have because feelings towards you. Because know that everyone, I know everyone who RSVP'd and I know who wasn't there on the RSVP well, list. because you slave over all I'm this looking stuff. I'm looking at you. And you, you, you're stressing out because you couldn't invite so-and-so. You kind of wanted to, but you needed to leave a space for so-and-so. And then the, the other so-and-so didn't show up. That's irritating. I would say we probably had at least 10 people. I would say 10 RSVPs who ended up not, not coming. coming. We had an empty table. And we uh, had a list, a, a true secondary list of yeah. probably 30, 40 people. Yeah. So the fact that there was at least 10 other people who could have been there, who were not there because you decided not to let us know about the RSVP, not cool. As Kid President said, not Not cool, cool, Robert Robert Frost. Frost. (laughs) Bullshit. Be an adult and let us know. So we've said all this, but we have definitely messed up and not RSVP'd until the day before a wedding. And I think there was another wedding that was kind of far away and we were trying to figure out if we were going to be able to make it. We were broke as a joke at the time and travel was hard. Uh, And I don't think... I mean, when did we tell them? I think that was like a week before. I think it was a week because it was out of state. Right. Yeah, that was difficult. But I don't I moving forward, I would like to just RSVP by the date indicated. If you don't have it figured out by then, whatever it is at that point is what it is. It is what it is. Let us yeah. know. And if and if it's a yeah. no, let them say it's a no. Yeah. If you say a yes and things might change in two weeks, you say, Oh, that's not gonna work. Again, just communicate right. that, people. That's what we talk about. Communication is very important in relationships. Communication is also very important in event planning. Yeah. So please just communicate. I I would be less upset. I'm more upset if you just don't come than if you tell me, hey, I'm not going to be able to come. Or, yeah, just do it in a timely manner. Pay attention to the date. That date is there for a reason. They have to notify vendors. We already talked about this, but just RSVP on time. And when you do RSVP, Make sure you RSVP with a number that correlates on your invite. It may say one. It may say two. It may say three, four, five, six. Right. If you got an invite and it said two seats have been reserved for you and whoever, you only have two RSVPs. Right. Don't call me. Don't text me. Don't ask me. Hey, you know what? My best friend's uncle's girlfriend's baby daddy's sister is in town. Right. No. no. I don't know them. They were not invited. Again, we have this list of other people. Mm-hmm. It's a hard no. Don't ask. Don't ask. If you had one seat, you got one seat. If you had two seats, you had two seats. If you had three Mm -hmm. seats, you have three seats. Now, if you get closer to the wedding, maybe there's some flexibility. Right. But again. Even then, only if you're really in a situation because you don't want to bring somebody to a wedding. If you haven't been given a plus one or plus four or however many people you wanted to bring, uh, you don't want to bring people into a situation where they don't know the bride and groom and like for us it was really important just to have people there who we really know and love 
because we wanted a certain atmosphere and we achieved that. We really did. It was such a beautiful, beautiful time, but I don't think it would have been the same had we had, you know, 15 plus strangers like, okay, I've never even met this person before, but they're at my wedding. It's a very intimate, special event. And if you weren't invited, don't just show up. Like, don't be a wedding crasher. We love the movie, but it's not cool to do. And let me add something to it because that comes off of a little aggressive. There were people Does who it? were not invited to our wedding that we would have loved to have there. But there were financial limitations. There were space limitations. Right. There are different things that, that get involved with who gets invited and who doesn't. And, it, and it, oftentimes... It is not personal. No. I know some people out there are like, you didn't invite me to your wedding. You don't like me. You don't know it's the situations. That. A lot of times it's a combination of things. There's unexpected people that you forgot about. Like, oh, that's right. So-and-so is here. Mm -hmm. And things get moved around. And it's there's not some personal. people you can't invite because they're attached to, you know, seven other people that you'd have to invite if you invited that one person. Th that happened quite a bit, too, where we just really couldn't, you know, you can't break certain groups up. It was tough. It was tough to navigate, but I want to say that to all of you who felt that you should have been at the wedding and celebrated with us, Joy and I do not love you any less. No. It was not a personal attack on you. There were just limitations in place that didn't allow for all of for e all of the people we love to be there. If it was in full in, in our we full control, like 400 people we would have probably had 350 people there. And I say that Easy. in all yeah. in all sincerity. Yeah, it probably would have been 350 yeah. people. And our first list, we had 250, and we only had space for 160. Mm -hmm. Our 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 original list, 250. Oh, that was not so to go to from 250 to 160 mm -hmm. was really tough in in the beginning. So we don't want you guys to think that we did not love you. It was a it was a tough process. Yeah. Know that we still care for you. There's mm -hmm. no hard feelings. Mm -hmm. We hope you still love us. Right. <laughs> nice disclaimer, babe. <laughs> I had to do it. I just don't I don't want to feel bad. No, because it's true. I, it's a grueling process. You don't feel good making the guest list. No, I, it's, it's not a fun it's process. It's not a fun process at all. Because you do. I, I don't know if there has been a bride and groom yet who hasn't had to make tough cuts. You have to make tough it cuts. It sucks. It, yeah. it sucks. There's no other way to say it. It, it sucks. And people get mad and, and voice their opinions. Yeah. But again, there's more to it than meets the eye. Yeah, if And it sucks to receive that energy too. Like on this end to know you had to cut somebody and that person acts less than positive towards you. And, and, and you can relate it to life. You can't please everyone. Just like in, in your day to day life, you, you can't please all your friends. You can't always please your parents. This is another thing. This is about your wedding day is about you and your significant other, right. the husband and wife, the bride and groom. That is what the day is about. And it's important not to lose sight of that. You can't appease everybody. You have to make the best decisions for the two of you. And hey, sometimes not everyone's going to agree with it. But if you two can agree with that decision, feel comfortable in it and move forward and celebrate and have a damn good time. We're going to have a funky, funky good time. time. Hey, that's my jam. We didn't play that, though. That's a little too old school, huh? And it's important to note as well. If you were one of those people that received an RSVP, do not show up empty-handed. Full disclaimer, Joy and I have done that in the past, and it is just We've so done it tacky. A couple Multiple times. times, and we apologize. No present. A apologies. No, no card. Card. Like no just, anything. Hi, we're here. My presence is a present. That's, it, we were on our Kanye West tip. I'm going to be honest with you guys. It's 
It's just a little tacky. It's so it's tacky. It's very tacky. Because you and we were once tacky multiple times. Like, I'll, I'll admit yeah. it. Full disclaimer. I mean, we were young. Bang. And the, we didn't have... We, we didn't get it. I didn't know right. proper wedding but etiquette. We I'll be honest gotten, with like, you. we like, a $10 gift card. We could have. <laughs> but, you know, most of the time, it was just a struggle just to get there, if we're being honest. But it's it's always tacky. It's tacky. And, and the reason... hard... And the reason it is, there's more, I mean, there's just, there's more, you just don't. Because we've talked about what it took to get you there. You are somebody who has made the cut. They have pissed other people off for you to be there. They have paid for you to attend this event in which hopefully you have a great time. And they've invited you to join them in this pivotal moment in their life. This is a very deep thing that's happening here. And you just come and eat the food and drink and dance. And not that there's anything wrong with that because that's the intention. But just to not, I don't know, there's just, it doesn't leave a good taste in your mouth. You just don't do it. It's now yeah, as you've gotten not, older, we used to do this and, and not just at weddings, but parties. Somebody invites you to their house and you just show up wine. empty handed. Right. You, as you get older, you realize it's just tacky. If somebody has an event at their house Show up with something. If it's a six-pack of beer, if it's a 12-pack of beer, if it's a case of olive oil, if it's a bottle of wine, if it's something, just contribute. That's that's what being a good guest is about. Mm -hmm. It's contributing in some form or fashion. And when you go to a wedding, show up with something. Even if it is just a handwritten card, not everybody can afford a gift. We get that. I completely well, right, fully know, understand that. A note in your card, well wishes. Something. Whatever. Something that shows that you gave a rat's ass. It's true. Because when you when our wedding ended, like, you oh. took that time and you went through and looked through all the gifts. You read all the cards mm-hmm. and you were appreciative of. And you're like, oh, I remember so-and-so. And you kind of mm-hmm. connect the dot to the experience, mm-hmm. to their card or to their gift. It, oh, it, our it, gifts? It brings the idea them, together. I think of that person who Every got time. it to us. Yeah, Every time, and I guess again, it's not saying you must have a monetary gift, something, but no. bring, don't come empty-handed. Just do something other than showing up, which is very important. It's the number one thing to do is show up, but do something besides that that shows you care. If you are going to buy a gift, make sure you buy a gift off the registry. It's it's almost like, you know, kids ask for Santa Claus for gifts at Christmas, and if Santa was like, screw your list. Here's this these five things that you didn't ask for instead. It's like when you, it's like when you were a kid. You asked for a pair of Jordans. It's like, oh my, I want these new fresh but you got pair of Jordans. Sketchers. But you got some filas. Like that's just how it feels. It's like, yo, I didn't ask for these. I, I didn't want these. I appreciate it. But that it, makes but, it sound uh, greedy too. It's, it's not. It's not greedy. It's yeah. It, this is what it. Ta- this is what it goes to. Gift giving. People create lists. For a reason. I created a list because these are the things I, I want. I, Regardless. For anything else, I actually really don't like planned gifts. I like thoughtful gifts. I like somebody to really know who I am and get me something based off of their experience with me. And I think that that, that makes a great gift that, giver. That does make a, but gi- a great gift giver. when it comes to weddings and baby showers, now I just buy off the registry or what's the other thing you can do, Justin? Get a gift card. To where? Where would you get a gift card? One of the places that in which they registered. Oh, wow. And then maybe what's one other? I mean, what else would a newly married couple who just spent a whole lot of money want for? I can't think. What else would they maybe want that you could slip in a card or? Money, 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 money. Cold, hard cash. Or... 
if it's fabulous, like, I mean, you know, like, you know, here's a down payment on your home. Here's a new card. You know, if if you're going to do something ridiculously extravagant, go for that. Also, if you don't buy off the registry, am I being ridiculous? You're being you're extra ridiculous. Right I now. literally want to stop and say, listening to you say this, it, I mean, it look, really just, sounds horrible. I can't even, I'm, I'm getting uncomfortable it? listening to you to say this. Why? Because of the way you're doing, this is what you need. It's just, ew. Well, because, you know, I just. Yeah, I don't like it. But I listen, don't like it. Nope. I'm, I'm harsh about it because I'm disappointed in my past self for being so rude. I feel like I've been rude. I apologize to everybody's wedding I attended and just didn't get it. But that's why we're recording this for people who may not be married yet and, and and haven't gone through the experience themselves and don't understand the gravity of some of the seemingly innocent things that they're doing. I've done this. I've been on that side of the road before, but now I'm on the other side and I'm like, hey, don't do that because it feels bad. Yeah, but you you made that sound much different than feeling bad. Like if y'all listen to this right now, you're probably like, damn, they are assholes. These old vain, selfish, uh, greedy assholes. You. That's not the intent of this. So can I no, try to soften this up for y'all? Let me try you to let me try to soften, soften this up. up because it is it's that kind of thing where it's like. Mm. Can, can I soften this up? What? So what she's really trying to say? I said what I was is, trying to say. Don't speak for me. Don't show up empty-handed. Don't yeah, don't show up empty-handed. Buy something from the registry, and if you don't do that, you don't know what to get a gift card or a small monetary gift will will, will suffice. But you ain't got to be so damn buck about it. Golly. And I want to say, too, if you do get a gift that isn't. You from, see how she's trying to get all soft now after I'm being hella rude? To, you know what, Justin? Sit down for a few moments. Go over there. We actually record the I podcast seated. So I, I am knew he was going to say that. I shot myself in the foot when I said it. If you do get something that isn't from a place that they registered and you're not sure about it, but you think maybe, hey, this will be a good gift, just include a gift receipt. That's the that's the other thing that you can do if for some reason you think, hmm, this will be a great gift. I think they'll like it. It's not off the registry. But just in case, include a gift receipt. Because in, 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 in all honesty, making the wedding registry is actually fun. That Joy and I registered at Macy's and Crate and Barrel. And I just felt like a, a big kid on Christmas just going around the stores with the gun and saying, I want that, I want that, I want that, I want that, I want that. So you really couldn't do – last time you were able to do that, you were a kid. And it just felt like a really big kid in the store saying, yeah, I want that, I want that, I want that, I want that. It is. It's kind of so like it's a, nice. it's a romantic then, comedy moment. It is. It's kind of like what they do in the movies, you and know. Then, and and you, then you see your registry and be like, ooh, somebody bought that, somebody bought that. You're so getting excited. mad excited. Yeah. You mad can, excited. You see, it, you see things getting checked off. It's really cool. I, I don't think there's anything like that. I mean, maybe when we eventually have children, we'll experience that with the, the um, baby registry. But it's. I don't know. There's something about getting a tea kettle or, you know, robes or, and then you wonder too, you try to play a game like, okay, well, who bought that? Who do you think got that? And then when you open your gifts, you see who did and you're like, oh, it was so-and-so. That was so sweet of them. And then it's a forever connected memory. Every time I use my food processor, I think of the person who, who got it for us. Mm -hmm. Every time I get in my bed and lay under my duvet, mm -hmm. I think about the person who got it. That's right. a little awkward. But I mean, it's true. You really do. <laughs> it was a couple. It's yeah, not that weird. You really do connect these gifts with with individuals because they said this day right. is so big. Mm -hmm. So join the fun. And I give say, a good it's, gift. It's an adult Christmas because Christmas is not the same anymore. But it this 
is like Christmas. So don't deny the couple Christmas. What's next on the list? Seating arrangements. Oh, yeah. Those. This kept me up until three o'clock in Justin the morning. Justin was ready to rip his non on having my <laughs> On the eve out. of my wedding day, mm-hmm. I was up wrapping water bottles and custom labels yes. and finalizing the seating chart. I was up till three something in the morning, the eve we did of help, our wedding One of my bridesmaids and her boyfriend came Angelina, Steven, I'm going to shout y'all out yes. personally. Thank you, Thank guys. you a ton. We had to Thank wrap. You. And my cousin Jason. We had to wrap 300 plus water bottles mm-hmm. with custom labels and they came over and held it down. Yeah, when I told y'all, we, we, we had the, this was a DIY wedding. Y'all thought this was a game? This was a DIY wedding. Yeah wedding shout so out Angela to everybody Steven, who shout really out to stepped you. up yeah. shout out to, that is Thank true you. let's take that moment of all everyone who played a hand yes we are talking a lot i know there's people out here listening like damn they are really talking hella shit yeah. and are unappreciative that is untrue no we are very very so appreciative, appreciative of the people who played a significant role in helping us have the celebration that the two of us both envisioned we could not have made it possible without a very very strong group of people from our groomsmen to our parents to a few relatives mm-hmm. who really, really came through. Our day of coordinator on point. Just Danielle, thank you, Danielle. Danielle and Vic. And Vic like they I mean hooked it up. Completely, Completely hooked yeah. it up. Went beyond what was asked to make sure God, things went well. My wedding dress. Auntie Kim. And our auntie. And Auntie Shelly and, and Uncle Mel. Let's just go ahead and get like, there. Like, there are people who really played a significant part. So as we are yes, saying this, know that true. we were truly, truly appreciative of those of you who who allowed us to to celebrate in style the way we did. Yes. But back to back back to the, to the seating arrangement. Yes, back to that. This ties into the RSVP. No, we were working on the seating chart the, even uh, uh, the, the morning day of. of. Oh yeah, I was working mm-hmm. on the seating chart the morning of our wedding. Oh no, I'm sorry. The that was the morning. No, of that was our the rehearsal. Mo- no, no, no. That was the morning of the wedding. I, we, we, I wasn't no. with you the morning of the wedding, baby. It yes, a, you were. No, I wasn't. Okay, so that was the day before it then. The, it was the rehearsal dinner It was the, at mom's house. Yeah, so that was the yeah. night before. Literally, 12, 24 hours, 20 yeah. hours before the wedding day, we were still finalizing seat arrangements. So when somebody comes up to you and says, like, why the hell am I sitting over here or why am I sitting there? Miss Don't me with that bullshit. question it. Just hours. I would say that that was probably the lengthiest part of our wedding planning process, aside from the venue, what you're going to wear. But the little details, the seating chart took so much time. Well, and too, because you want to make sure people are, because you know everybody in attendance, you want to make sure you're seating people at the right table, seating people, you know. Personalities, family connections, who's a good fit. There's a lot of different things. It's not just like, oh, plug and play and plop and enjoy it. Because I I don't know every bride and groom if they care, but... At the end of the day, all you have to do is eat your meal there, and then you're free to roam. So it's, I mean, it's not too much to ask. Once the once the music starts going, everybody gets to the dance floor, and you're not at your table. So we're talking an hour, two hours, maybe top. And if you didn't know anyone, that's a great time to make friends with new mm-hmm. people. They are all at the same event with you because mm-hmm. they have a connection with the bride and groom. So get to know that connection. Find out why. There's a reason why you're seated where you're seated. Mm-hmm. So explore that. Who made, we had people who made new friendships at our wedding. Because they were not afraid and they didn't complain. Yeah. And there are times too, and this happened to us, we made a seating chart. Some people didn't show up, pissing me off. And there were open <laughs> seats. So people did at that point decide to move. 
right. at that at, at that stage of the night, no problem at all. You see open seats. You know somebody who's at a different table. You think you can vibe better there. Right. Go ahead and move yourself to that table. We're not paying attention no. at that point. But when you get there and have your nose turned up, why am I sitting here? Just chill the fuck out. Yeah, okay. No chill out. Just... Yes, I censored myself. Yeah. <laughs> chill out. Speaking of the reception, know your drink limit. Now, I will say we didn't really have a problem with this. I was very surprised. We really didn't. And we had you guys. I we passed out at my own wedding. Be- he sure did. Yeah. There's picture, photo yeah. evidence of me not It's a great out. photo. We should post that. Hey, hey, we had a good time. Uh, but we, I mean, we had margaritas, champagne, wine. Beer. Beer. I mean, we. And I was it. nervous. I didn't think we were going to have enough alcohol. We didn't have an open bar. I know there's yeah. some folks out there who have the luxury of paying for an open bar. If you go to a wedding and they got an open bar, like, no, they spent dough. And yeah. you better be respectful of their I wedding. Mean, like they spent dough. Dough. Yeah. Mad but dough. But still know your drink limit. But I mean, we went to one wedding that had the open. I don't know how I had that much wine. And I was still fine. And probably because I was drinking and dancing. Yeah, because you were sweating day. it out as you were going. Right. But I mean. Sweat out that hair. Sweat off that makeup. <laughs> Got him. What? <laughs> you know- you have to live with me. You don't need to guide him to me ever. Look, I, I still love you. I'm just, I'm just, so I'm rude. speaking only the truth. You've been guys. so rude to me this podcast. How have I been podcast. rude to you? Because you've manipulated words, and then I told you the truth. You're using bad language. Manipulate. Don't call okay, me misconstrued. Is that better? Yes. Misconstrued. Thank you. I'll go with that. She's Louise. Misconstrued. Yeah, use so your when words, every, so when I said manipulated, it, guys, let's. <laughs> replace it with the word misconstrued so joy over here feels better about what really is the no truth. one wants to be accused of manipulating something or being manipulative like that's not a yeah good it's not thing it's not a yet. good a good trait to possess so i no. get that respect respect all right but it was sounding good in the time on my name respect you better respect. put some respect i'm about to take these headphones off because you ain't putting no respect on my name <laughs> oh. back to the drink limit Know your drink limit. No one wants somebody wasted in the corner, throwing up in the corner of the reception or on the dance floor or even in the bathroom, right? Like everyone has to use those. Have a good time though. Have a damn good time, but know your limit. Again, this day is not about you. The day is about the bride and groom and everybody's trying to have a good time. So if you get super sloppy and turned up and now all the attention focuses back on you, you've somewhat tainted the day that was not meant for you. So don't be that person. No one likes that person. No one. So don't be it. You don't even like that person. Let's be honest. And you know, good and well, before you come, if you're going to turn up or not. And if you do plan to turn up, book a hotel. Yeah, drink responsibly, people. Be responsible. Book a hotel, take an Uber. I mean, they're pretty much everywhere now. I remember one time we had a wedding up in Bakersfield. It was about two three hours away and being a cheap ass me I was like we don't we need didn't to know book it was a, a wedding it that's was a right surprise it was wedding. a surprise wedding mm-hmm. but we didn't book a hotel and i drove back that night and it was absolutely the worst experience ever and i told joy like, if we ever have to drive a distance to go to a celebration we're booking a hotel and i know sometimes booking hotels are inconvenient you may not want to spend the money but this just goes back to being a good, mature, responsible be adult. Responsible, yeah. Just do it. If you know, I mean, especially if you're a drinker, you know, just take the stress out of it, eliminate the risk, go have a good time, 
sleep it off in your hotel room and head home in the morning. And if you do book a hotel, chances are that you're going to be one of the last guests there and you're going to be able to really enjoy the night because you're not in a rush to get home because I need to get on the road before I'm tired. So you're you're shortchanging your fun. So if you say, hey, I got a hotel, I don't care. I can be obliterated. I can talk to the mess. We can stay there. And then the next morning we can get Not up, grab just some breakfast. At a good point. <laughs> have some fun. Like there, there's there's moments that you miss if you leave before the party really gets started. And on that note, have fun at the reception and don't leave early. There, This event has been in the works for God Months, knows how sometimes long. Sometimes years. Then some people do do quickie weddings. But for the most part, somebody has been playing that event for over a year, and most people, I think, have been dreaming about it their whole lives. And if you were honored enough to be invited and attend, stay. Have a damn and good time. Celebrate. Yeah. Celebrate that day. Whatever you have at home because you're tired, this day's not coming again. This celebration of a marriage between two people and their loved ones and their closest friends is a very special moment. Enjoy the moment. Mm -hmm. I know we always think what we have going on is more important. Look, they wanted you to come and share in their special day, so do that. Share in their special day and really have some fun. I said, I passed out of my own wedding. And I had, we still had guests there. We had grooms, my groomsmen there, people of our wedding party, having a good time laughing. And we were up to what, three, four o'clock in the morning, back to the hotel, just having a good time. Mm -hmm. And that's the moment, those little moments right there. Is when you think about like, man, these people really rode for me. Mm-hmm. They didn't have to be here. I remember everyone some had, who was there at the end of our Some wedding. had to go to work the next day and still said like, yo, I'm really going to enjoy this day with you and spend it. And when you wake up the next morning, it was just like, man, I really, truly appreciated everyone. Yeah. It's like you come in. Oh, I got to go. Like they, the bride or groom aren't going to say anything to you. But no, they just took a mental note. The mental note hasn't been taken. It's like, really, dude? Like you're really going to just leave? See, like, I we feel spent like all this, this was day. my tone earlier, and you called me aggressive when I was just speaking the truth. You're just speaking the truth right now. Okay, fair enough. But, I mean, so it, double en- en- enjoy the day. I mean, really, really enjoy the moment because it, 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 it does come once for most people. It's only once. Yeah. So put whatever you have to the side. Go enjoy it. Have some fun. And don't be a party pooper. And to put a bow on this lovely wedding conversation, Never refer to the bride or groom as a Zilla. Bridezilla and groomzilla, it's a little hurtful. Uh, you know, they're under a lot of stress. And so oftentimes what you're perceiving as annoying behavior or stubborn behavior is just the result of a lot of stress and having to deal with a lot of personalities. And remember, I can't say it enough. Do not be a pain. If they're doing some shit that you don't like, keep your mouth quiet and go vent to somebody else because there's someone else in the wedding party or in the planning party who's just as annoyed with the bride and groom as you are. Because then you don't want to build up that energy. But just, you know, talk about it elsewhere. I don't know. Get it out some other way. That's all we have for wedding etiquette for everyone other than the bride and groom. And trust me, they have plenty of tips that they have to abide by themselves. So don't think they're getting out of here scot-free. So if you have a wedding on your calendar, take heed to what we said and be a good and responsible guest and have a damn good time. And dance. Just dance. Dance the night away. 
Because that DJ costs money, y'all. <laughs> so much money. <laughs> but the, the DJ but did make the night. worth it. Definitely nothing. Don't skip on your DJ. <laughs> That's for the she. bride and groom. He or she. Don't, don't skip on your DJ, bride and grooms. It, music yeah. makes the world go round. So find a dope one. Make sure they do it. And, and photographer and videographer while we're at it. Turn them up. Need them. Mm-hmm. I love our wedding video. Our photos are dope. And the DJ kept the reception party moving. Super lit. So don't skimp on your vendors. Have a good ass time. And if you're invited, make sure you have a good ass time too. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Married Millennials. Make sure to subscribe on iTunes. Leave us a review. We'd love to hear your feedback. You can also catch up with us on social media. Head over to lovejays.com and you will see all of our social media icons right there at the top of the page. We look forward to building this community with you. You guys have a good one and we'll see you next time. Bye.